1: Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Get Rooted and Health podcast. My name is Gabby, and thank you so much for tuning in this week. We are going to jump right into today's topic. It'll be a quickie, and I'm really looking forward to chatting with you guys about comparison and how it is the thief of joy. So, we need to stop robbing ourselves. So, we are being our own robber when we compare, 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 and we are stealing joy out of our life, out of our days, out of our moments, sometimes without even knowing it. And the only verse that really just like quickly kept coming to mind um, over and over was just part of John 10.10 in the Bible. And it says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. It's the only reason a thief comes. And so what is keeping you from finding joy in your life? Why are we being our own thief of joy? What's getting in the way? What is weighing us down? What is distracting us? What lies are we believing? What do we need to stop consuming? Um, In the Bible, it says that God abhors those who steal. (laughs) So why are we being our own culprit? Why are we doing this to ourselves? That's pretty serious. Um, It is not of God comparing. It is not of God being discontent, being a stealer, robbing. It is not of God and not going to get you anywhere good in life. When you go and compare your life, your successes, your belongings, your body, your money, whatever else it is for you, you fill in the blank. When you compare that to other people's, you are constantly feeding your mind discontentment and lies. You are telling God that he has not given you enough. Think about that for a moment. You're telling him, I'm not happy with what you gave me. You did not give me that million dollar check. You did not give me that car I wanted and asked for. You did not give me my dream home. You did not give me that child that I desperately wanted. I mean, none of it is easy. Everything, it's hard. It's it's very hard. But when we're constantly putting what we want in comparison to what other people have that's where we're in in the wrong when we're when we're robbing ourselves when we're not focusing on the right way of going about the hard times of when we wish we had something and you know as i processed through some of this <clears throat> i felt like a lot of it stood out to me more and more and I started to unfold things for myself and I definitely f- fall guilty in this area as well. I am n- not don't put me on some pedestal. This is just as much for me as it is for you and that's that's why I come here and talk to you guys um about this because I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one going through all these different things and these topics that we talk about. So um You know, why not have a conversation about it together? Uh, But, again, you are constantly feeding your mind discontentment, discontent thoughts, and lies. And you're telling God that he's not giving you enough, that you're not happy with him, as if he's like a little genie. You... Aren't learning to accept the fact that you are exactly where you are, because of the decisions you've made. And these decisions have been made over time, that have gotten you here. So you got to take ownership for that, right? I know some things for sure aren't really in our control, but think of majority of things, okay? I know there's some real—I know there are some really heavy things that you could think about or that you've gone through, that you're like, well. <laughs> I don't really know how I could have chosen different and I totally understand that. But for majority of things and more of the things that are like your successes, your belongings, your money, your body, kinds of those things, um, more material, I understand there can be some other complicated life situations, Um, but really take a step back. And focusing on you are where you are because of the decisions that you've made over a period of time that have gotten you here. Just like we talk about with what you're eating and how you're moving your body. You can't just wake up one day and say, okay, today's the day. And then you eat salads all day and you worked out. But the scale remained the same and your clothes fit the same. (laughs) It, it doesn't happen in a day. It doesn't happen in a week. Maybe in a few weeks you start to see improvement and results because of your commitment of showing up. But what does that show you? It's because of what you've done over time that's gotten you to where you are, to the body that you are unhappy with or the health circumstances that you're struggling with. Did, they, just, they didn't just come overnight. Same thing with the things in your life. And if you aren't learning to accept the fact that it really was up to you and some things that you could have chosen differently, then you're really going to start to play the victim role and you aren't going to see your way out of this very easily, very smoothly. So you have to start taking ownership. Another thing that I have to constantly remind myself is that I have to recognize, we have to recognize that not everyone's end or everyone's success and success was how they started. You cannot compare someone's ending to your beginning. I'll say that again. You cannot compare someone's ending to your beginning. It's not fair to yourself. And it's not fair to the other person for them to be judged by you in such a way of, well, of course they got that. Or, no, you know, that's no problem for them. You have no idea the hurdles. You don't. And usually all you see online is the end result. Am I right? Some people are really awesome at sharing their journey and their stories. And that is always my goal. Always know that someone has to start somewhere. You have to start somewhere. That person that you are comparing to had to start somewhere. Think of any professional athlete. Do you think they got to where they were in a day? No. Do you think they never overcame obstacles or had hurdles or injuries or judgment or sickness or their own comparison problems or eating disorders or who even knows no their end was because of their journey and they started somewhere so you have to be careful because you're going to have your own beginning and your own journey and then your own end to celebrate and it is worth celebrating so celebrate with those that are celebrating their end their success. But don't let it fester inside of you and wish that y- it was you or that, well, of course they, get, they you know, achieved that. Well, of course, you know, why wouldn't they? Like, you could have it too if you just focused on it, made, a, made it a priority, maybe stopped following and comparing so many people and just focused on you. How about that? <laughs> you know? So just be careful because that's so not fair to yourself. I just want you to stop stealing the joy daily. Stop stealing your daily joy by looking elsewhere to feed what it is that you think will bring you joy. By looking elsewhere to feed your mind what it is you think will bring you joy. A lot of the times we think, If only I had this, then I would be happy. How many times have you said that or thought that? And sometimes maybe you even got that thing. That so-called thing that would make you happy. And where are you today? (laughs) Wishing, hoping for something else because then you would truly be happy? Yeah, I've been there. I'm still there. (laughs) You have to learn to be content with where you are. In life. With what you've been given. And once we are content. With that. I think. God really blesses that. And he rewards that. And he. Creates a peace. And a calm. And. Can surprise you. Where you're like. Oh. I didn't see that coming. I was truly grateful for where I am. But this is amazing. Whatever may have come, but you were okay without it, but you wouldn't deny it if it were to come into your life. (laughs) You know, I think truly, honestly, the number one thief is our phones. Sometimes I just want to chuck my phone across the room. If I'm being honest, I catch myself all the time in a constant battle (laughs) where I'm like, just stop. Stop scrolling. Oh, good for them. Oh, I wish I looked like that postpartum. You know, all these things. Oh, I didn't achieve that time for my race. Oh, look, they got out for a run today. I didn't. I need to go for a run. (laughs) All these little things. And they're just bogging my mind up. Like backing it up. It is on overload of toxic thoughts, not helpful. They're judgmental of others and of myself. And I'm robbing myself of actually just being, being me, being present in my life, and just accepting the season of life that I'm in or the circumstances or the things that I have and choosing to figure out what it looks like to move forward with that rather than finding some external source to, I don't know, validate my feelings or help me figure out how to work through it or... distract me with something else that I think would help whatever it might be I just I really think our phones they're a beautiful thing a great resource but they can do a lot of evil they can do a lot of harm so I just hope that you can catch yourself more often and just swipe that app closed and take a deep breath and just set the phone on the counter and walk away and recheck your heart recheck your mind your thoughts and just get it straight and just be like there's so much chatter on there I can't it's not for me it doesn't serve me and do something for you (laughs) do something to calm your mind from it either or do something that's going to move you in the direction of where you want to be in life we must choose, though, to be happy for others. You don't have to, but don't judge them. We'll just say that. You can ch- you can choose to be happy for them, or you can just choose to bless and release type thing, like, like just unfollow or whatever. Unfollow the person online. But you have to choose that. If it simply is, you know, if it's simply keeps creating an unhealthy mindset for you, then you need to let go and unfollow that person. If it keeps um, presenting you with the constant battle of comparison and judgment and feeling less than for yourself, <clears throat> excuse me, and feeling victim, It's not worth it. If you can't choose to just be happy for the person and not let it affect you, which it's so hard to do, then you might need to, like, unfollow that person. Even if it's just for a time, you know, you got to do what's best for you. you got to get yourself in check, your heart in check, your thoughts, your mind, your life. If you want the change, then it's you who needs to work for it. It's okay to be unhappy. It's okay to be discontent. I know I said in the beginning, you know, it's like you telling God, I'm not happy with what you gave me. Okay. So if that's a reoccurring thing, then you need to address that. You need to talk to God about that. You need to journal that. You need to pray about it. You need to do something. It's not okay to be unhappy with something and not content or it, I'm sorry. It's okay to be unhappy and not content with the current situation. That's actually required in order for someone to make a change. Resistance, challenge, hardships, unhappiness, whatever. Those are things that are going to prompt change and that's okay. You can feel unhappy. You can feel hurt. You can feel sad. You can feel um, discontent, whatever it might be for you. But where it becomes a problem is when you start to seek out others who have what you don't have or what you want and you are just living life through them and letting it fester and you're you're not feeling happy and you're wishing wishing is not an action that's like that doesn't do anything you have to get out of your comfort zone and start to make The change is necessary and required for you to overcome this and move on and get yourself in a different situation if that's what you want. If you want more money, if you are looking to achieve a certain success level, if you want to achieve a health goal, a fitness goal, if you have a relationship goal, whatever the goal is for you, then work towards it. Don't have a pity party and play victim to, well, I can't because or because of this or because of this person. Therefore, I cannot. Excuse me, I don't mean to sniffle. I'm still battling a cold (laughs) doing my best here. So what's not okay is you being discontent with a matter and choosing to do nothing about it and blaming it on others or things on someone or something else. Focusing all your attention on why someone else has the life, the body, the money, the status, whatever it is that you want. That gets you absolutely nowhere, right? But for some reason, we do it. It's so easy. It's just because it's easy. That's easy. And it's so silly because it doesn't move us forward. Just like keeps us halted. It moves us backwards. It doesn't I don't know. I, I wish we were wired maybe a tad differently where we weren't. It wasn't such an easy thing. And like we didn't just resort to that. We didn't revert to that. It's not like our, um, it's not just like a, I um, can't think of the word, but in nature type thing. Like that's what our natural mind reverts to. But honestly, our, bo- our minds naturally revert to the negative. They revert to what's easy. And it happens a lot when we don't even know it. So you must prioritize things differently and learn to adjust your habits if you want a different outcome. You must prioritize things. So you must shift shift your habits. You got to start prioritizing other things over other things if you want to see a change. If you want more money, then you got to start prioritizing um, a budget. you got to start prioritizing cooking at home rather than eating out. You've got to start prioritizing not needing to buy designer clothes and going to Goodwill or buying Target brand. Or selling your clothes. <laughs> you want that healthy body, then you start better start prioritizing having more healthy options in your home rather than unhealthy. Prioritizing again, cooking at home rather than eating out prioritizing moving your body over sitting down binge watching a show or sleeping in okay there are things that you can do to change your current situation now is everything going to are the stars all going to align is everything going to happen perfect because we chose and we made that priority and everything should happen the way I want it to now. No. <laughs> Again, we were not guaranteed. We're not even guaranteed we don't even know our last day. okay? But you have to do what's on your heart, what's on your mind, and do it for you and do it for whatever your whatever else your why is. Do it because it's the best thing for you and recognize that ultimately God will get you through the hurdles that are going to come with it. It's not going to be easy and when you start to shift and prioritize different things in your life and start to actually address your di- your current discontentment, you might start to see the end of the ten- you know the light at the end of the tunnel, but then a roadblock might come your way. That doesn't mean you stop. But you can seek. Seek God and ask him how. How do I get to the end of that tunnel? Or what tunnel do you want me to end at? Where are you taking me? Sometimes we think we know. <laughs> we think we know what's going to make us happy. We think we know what our contentment where it lies. But we ultimately don't fully know we can have goals you can definitely like you go for it you do it but don't be alarmed or set back when all of a sudden a curveball is thrown you away or a roadblock you it might start to shift and look different along the way where your goal might start to be like oh this might have to be my new goal so guys like listen for my marathon I had to completely shift I was not planning on being pregnant for that at all and I had to come to terms with that where I was like this was my year to finally not be nursing a baby or pregnant and just achieve a physical fitness thing like from within my own body like my own body by myself to myself (laughs) and I don't have to like stress about okay I gotta nurse the baby before I start make sure Uh, She has milk, you know, during and, you know, hopefully my boobs stay okay during and, you know, quickly be ready for her if she needs me at the end. Like I didn't, I didn't have to worry about that at all. And then I was like, oh, okay, God. So the year I was also supposed to do it in 2020, the year my best friend passes and I was going to run it in honor of her, it gets canceled. And so I end up only running a half of it with another person, which then, you know, two halves make a whole marathon. So that's what we did because just, it was really hard to continue moving forward training without knowing, with knowing no races were happening and I wasn't going to run a full marathon virtual. That was not what I wanted. That was not the goal. That was not at all. So had to shift, had to let go. I had to learn what was going to be the best. Had a baby the next year, so I couldn't run it in 2021. And then I knew I was like, 2022 is my year and God I had a different plan, but it turned out to be what a, an amazing, I, maybe I'll never get that experience again. I never desired to run such distances with being pregnant while carrying a kid. Now, granted, like I stay active and I run majority of my pregnancy. I probably start phasing out of like I don't, I don't really care to run much past you know the 30 week mark like it's just not fun for me it's not enjoyable totally but you know each pregnancy is different but it's just I don't it's not worth risking my joints and my pelvic floor health and hips like I'm like it it'll be there for when I come back um but uh where was I going with that Oh, and so for this marathon, I was going to be less than 20 weeks. I was 16 weeks and I was like, okay, God, (laughs) you're going to have to help me get out of bed because I get tired in the first trimester. I'm like dead to the world for portions of the day (laughs) and I just want to sleep and by God's grace, I made a commitment to all those Saturday morning long runs and thank the Lord for friends who hold you accountable, who will meet you, run in the dark with you, motivate you, tell you to eat during your long runs. I mean, goodness. So I look back and I'm like, I'll look back and I will not regret Or be mad that I didn't get to run that marathon without a baby in my belly like I'm gonna have so many more future opportunities (laughs) I'm not even 30 yet so let's just hope I can run a marathon when I'm like 45 and 50 Um, because I won't be having kids you know and so I had to shift and I had to reprioritize what was it going to look like for me? I was, I had to change, like, what does my goal time even look like? What is the goal pace? I don't even know. My body's changing every week, every day. I'm getting more and more pregnant. I don't know. Can I keep this pace in three weeks? I have no idea. Will I be, you know, super tired? Will I get up on this weekend for that long run? How will I stay motivated? Like, it, you know, how will I know how to, fuel properly like I don't you know it was it was a lot and so I had to be okay with I had a goal I hadn't I I was prioritizing things to make it happen and boom I got hit with a curveball and kept moving forward and just redirected myself and had to shift thoughts and still worked through it so that's you know that's just a small example (laughs) just a run you know it's just a marathon that you know but there are big life circumstances where sometimes okay just take a deep breath you can be frustrated with the current moment of like okay i worked so hard for this and now here i am and i'm almost there but now what and just take a moment and assess don't give up and just remember why and remember how you got here because you don't want to go back to being a, a comparison person, comparing. Like, keep stay in your lane. Stay in your lane, and do what you need to do. Wow, I can't believe I can't, I'm like still talking about this, and it's almost. Yeah, we're we're cruising through this this episode. So, my final encouragement to you is just to pray to journal, and understand that maybe God has you in this season for a reason. And maybe it won't be exactly the answer that you wanted, but there can still be joy. And I know there are moments of things with relationships, with marriage, with family, with pregnancy loss. Those are things that are just, mm, I just got the goosebumps. Like, you feel like what else could I have done different, God? Why why? So you have to work hard at choosing to still find joy in your time. I didn't know how to find joy when my best friend died within two and a half months of being diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. How was I supposed to? You know, someone told me just find joy in it, Gabby. Don't worry. Like that is not what I'm trying to tell you. But it's a journey, and here I am, two and a half years later. And I see so much. I see what what has come from that trial, and you don't see it right away, and that's okay. That's not. You're never gonna see it right away. You, you just gotta walk through it and pray that God would continue to soften your heart to not get trapped in comparing someone else's happiness and well that person didn't die from pancreatic cancer look at them they they were they are alive they fought it why couldn't that have happened to to her all these things I couldn't even let myself go there you have to just be Eventually, time heals. Time does heal. (laughs) It's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, my dad died when I was eight. That's a long time ago. I'm almost 30. And I can think about him all I want. I can talk about him anytime. I don't remember much. (laughs) But uh, it definitely is not such a painful spot. It's, it, it's it's been my life that's all I know it's all I ever know and I don't I'm not an emotional wreck about it but it's part of my journey it's part of what's made me stronger it's been part of how I've been able to help others and you can use your pain for purpose because I understand that even if it is something that you keep comparing because it's something that you want maybe you have to learn to just um, figure out where to find the joy in those uncontrollable life things. It's so hard. It's so hard because some of those things, it's you couldn't have done anything different. You couldn't have been any better. You, you you just can't go there. And so you have to say, okay, God, this came into my life. Will you bring me through it? Will you show me how to the way out? Will you heal my heart? And will you show me glimpses of joy? Because those moments are real. And um, I get it. You can't, you can't, (laughs) we can't be in control of everything. You know, I said you, you know, if you want to change, you have to make it. Well, yes. But there are a lot of variables in life. So, um, and we are not God. So I hope that um, this comparison episode blessed you that it maybe hit hit on the nail an area that you need to assess that you need to really focus on um and I pray that this just uh really jump starts something for you and maybe you need to listen to it again but if this did do um, have some uh, form of encouragement on you, if you could leave a review on the show or email me, whatever, um, love to have conversations with you guys about these things and here to listen, um, be there as much as I can. Um, and maybe you know someone who's going through some things um, right now and maybe they need to hear this message too. I am grateful for you guys. I'm grateful that you stick around listening to all my sniffles and my crying and sickiness. Um, But anyway, I hope that you guys have a wonderful week and that you are freed from all that comparison. Let it come off. Feel the weight lifted and find the joy and let that come in. All right, guys, we will chat again soon on the next episode. Bye-bye.